Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. I believe it's twice a year the church gives the priest in the the priest an instruction that says a brief homily should be given. So you're in luck today. It's brief, all right? It's Holy Week, and those of us who know grammar at all know the word holy is meant to qualify the kind of week we have. What I've found is that the word holy for every one of us has different qualities to it, has different shadings different implications, and so that then indicates or influences the kind of week we try to have. Some of the notions of holy we have are not really holy, and so there becomes a kind of week we're trying to have that is either impossible or just missing the mark a little bit. So the word holy in Latin, we get the phrases like sanctus, or sanctuary, or sanctify, All those are to be made holy, holy, and it's against the word profane, historically. And profane isn't dirty, bad, gross, awful, it just means the normal. And then the holy would be something different, something outside the normal, the everyday. And while that gives us a sense that it's meant to be a different kind of week, which we all know, that doesn't really help us enter into the reality of holy. So what is holy? Holy is the vulnerable love of God poured out for you and me. That's what holiness is. is the vulnerable love of the Father poured out through Christ and the Holy Spirit to you and me. God was totally fullness, happiness, totally complete when he decided to make creation. And he made it so that creation could share in his goodness. He became vulnerable because now he had a relationship to creation. Then Israel, he makes promises, therefore becoming vulnerable. He's going to be a God who keeps his promises. And then a God of forgiveness. And then a God of correction. And then a God of miracles and providing. Always entering into relationship with Israel over and over again out of this vulnerable Love being poured out. But where we see it on display the most, we celebrate at Christmas. Through the yes of Mary, God enters the world. And he becomes a baby. And we've seen a bunch of little kids here today and still out there. They're incredibly vulnerable. They can get hurt. They have emotions. They have hopes and dreams. But little kids also, little toddlers, when they love, they love with every ounce of their being. Because they're vulnerable. They hold nothing back. So too God. And then on the high point of it, we see the vulnerability on the crucifix. Where Jesus, as our God, holds nothing back. He's pouring his love out. And as people are actively accusing him of things, misunderstanding him, rejecting him, telling him how he should act and behave, lying about him, and then ultimately murdering him, he never withdraws his love. He continues vulnerably. He continues to stay in a posture of, here's my love for you, 
even if you are actively rejecting and hating me. And then that love continues with you and me in the Eucharist. So vulnerable. You can pick up the God of the universe. He enters into us. Our God reveals his holiness through vulnerability. And so if we're meant to have a holy week, we're meant to have a vulnerable week. Which is a lot scarier to me than a week where we get to do a bunch of religious stuff. That seems safe. Which ironically, the one thing Jesus wasn't this week was safe. And so I hope that can influence as you enter this week what kind of week you're going to have. How vulnerable you'll be with God and one another. How vulnerable will you let the Lord be with you? The second thing is, as a church, we're going to have a holy week. But the question is, will you? What do you need to do so that this week is holy for you, personally? I decided to name a bazillion things for you that you can do. So you don't have to have the pressure of coming up with them. All right, here we go. I was thinking about this for the last couple of days. Maybe you need to only listen to Christian music this week. Will that help you? Maybe you need to watch a Jesus movie, the old school Jesus of Nazareth, or maybe Passion of the Christ if you didn't get to see it with the men's group last week, or if you haven't seen the Chosen series yet, do a little effort and start watching it this week. It's excellent. They don't get to the point of Jesus' passion yet, but Jesus could come real for you, be alive. It's an artistic depiction that may help your heart realize how real he is. And this week, that'd be a great amount of time spent. The Cavs are already in the playoffs, so you don't have to watch them for the rest of the season. All right? We can wait a week. Maybe for you, it's silence. And you just need to feel the restless disorientation of silence and allow that uncomfortableness turn into prayer. Maybe for you, it's been a long time, or maybe ever, since you've prayed a rosary. It's like, all right, I haven't done this in a long time. I need to go online, remember how to do it, and then I need to do it this week. Or maybe you haven't read the Bible in a while. Maybe you need to open up one of the Gospels and just read a whole story of Jesus this week. Or in a high point, maybe you can come join us this week. Tonight at 7.15, right here in the church, we're going to have a beautiful adoration of the Eucharist, gorgeous music, and I'm going to lead us through a meditation to help us enter. Everyone's invited from 7.15 to 8.15. The youth group will be a part of it. Or maybe you need to say, you know, I've always heard about that Holy Thursday and Good Friday liturgies. I've never really done it. Maybe this year is the year to do it. That's the bunch that I came up with. But we do need to decide and have a game plan. Otherwise, this week will just wash by us and we'll be stuffed on peeps and jelly beans next Sunday and be like, what happened? And so I want to invite you this week to remember the week is about the vulnerable love of the Father poured out in Christ. That's what makes it holy. And so we too need to enter into the vulnerability of life and love in order to have a very holy week. Amen.